There has been a long and storied history when it comes to workers' compensation in New South Wales. The Coalition Government, in its time in office, has consistently orchestrated coordinated attacks on the workers' compensation system, which has led to destabilised outcomes for employees in New South Wales. Just one example, it used to be the case that workers were covered for their journeys to and from work. What this meant was that for an employee in New South Wales, if you were to be injured in your travels to and from your workplace, you were covered for an injury. That automatic compensation was removed a decade ago when then-Premier Barry O'Farrell introduced legislative changes and scrapped the Journey to Work cover for thousands of employees. Here he is interviewed on these changes for the ABC in June of 2012. Now, you understand only too well people are very upset about this. You've heard the talkback radio comments. Their view is that, uh, you know, the workers are bearing the brunt of this. The focus is on these cuts. The workers, the injured workers are bearing the brunt of this. The onus is is totally on them. Is that fair? Well, it's not true. Uh, There are changes to benefits. The scheme has been rorted by a small number of people. Small number of people as victims, but equally a small number of lawyers and a small number of doctors have sought to use this scheme to enrich themselves and our reforms comprehensively tackle all things. The, the scheme itself and the benefits paid, the way in which the administration of the schemes run, including the insurance companies and the lawyers and the doctors. In line with the theme of removing safety measures for workers for pure budgetary savings measures, last week the New South Wales State Government passed a bill under the cover of darkness that would remove liability compensation for workers who received COVID-19 unless they could prove that they had contracted the virus at work. In other words, the onus to prove where you got the disease was on you, the worker. A task which has been next to impossible. After contracting COVID last year, nurse Julia Costello is still battling fatigue, but getting workers' compensation wasn't a struggle. Accepted immediately, she was infected in her job at a Sydney hospital. To have that taken off me as a stress was amazing. It just allowed me to sort of recover and get better as quickly as I could. But the state government wants to repeal emergency legislation that automatically presumes key workers who catch COVID did so at work. In other words, the onus to prove that you had got the disease at work was placed on the worker. This systematic destruction of the protection frontline workers have relied on during a time when the coronavirus pandemic has not left our periphery is more than concerning. Mark Morey, Secretary of Unions, New South Wales. This is a presumption that stops workers having to jump hundreds of hurdles. There's been 131 cases that have been reported for workers' compensation in the last month. It is not a scheme that's blowing out, and these figures are just an excuse to cut support to working people in New South Wales. Chris Minns here, New South Wales Labor leader. How is a prison officer supposed to prove that a prisoner gave him or her COVID in the workplace? How is a paramedic supposed to prove that? How is a nurse working around the clock doing six and a half shifts a week supposed to prove that a single patient is the reason that she or he has been struck down with the Omicron variant. Now the government has been relying on the public servants and the frontline workers of this state to make sure that food is in our retail supermarkets to make sure that our frontline hospital workers keep us safe in this very difficult situation during this pandemic. Many people would no doubt believe that at least if I catch Delta or Omicron or COVID at work, the government will have my back and I'll have access to workers' compensation. It's a silly piece of legislation that should be thrown out. The next step for the bill will be to pass the New South Wales Legislative Council in order to be ratified. In light of upcoming industrial demonstrations against these proposed changes, the PSA podcast will soon present part two to this story. I'll 
highlighting the ongoing struggle with interviews and perspectives from those on the ground facing these uncertain challenges. Protect yourself at work. Call the PSA today on 1300 772 679 or head to psa.asn.au.